What's up, After Buzzers? It's This Is Us time. And this week, we had a lot to talk about. We got some history about Jack. We got some more flashbacks with Miguel. And we get to see a little road trip. So stay tuned. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz. Who's going to sing it? Who's going to do it? Oh, Lena, your voice is amazing. We felt like this song would be appropriate. Kate killed this, though. I'm not going to lie. Did I'm not going to lie. Listen, I'm going to be an Adelagram for Halloween. I, I figured it out. Adelagram. <laughs> she did look like really, really good did. as Adele. Did. And it sounded she beautiful. Keep that look up. I, liked it. I liked the pinkish hair. Yeah. I didn't know Adele had pink hair, but sure, <laughs> totally let's go did with it. it. Let's go with it. I was it. like, what is she doing with the pink blonde oh, hair? Oh, wait, was she trying to do red? Maybe that's what maybe, was going yeah, on. Maybe, yeah, might be messed up there. Maybe. Yeah. But what's up, guys? Thanks so much. We can go talk about Adele for hours and hours right. on end. But we're going to hop right into this uh, week's episode. We have a new face on what's the panel. What's up, everyone? And he's a permanent face on the panel. Yeah, yeah. back of <laughs> Listen, our, our way of hazing is offering you a tissue. Thank you. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and putting you next to Candace because all she does is cry every episode. This is true. I, I did cry. Did you all see me cry? I did. I was I like, did, oh, too. my God. Because when you cry, I want to cry. You missed it. You missed my tears. Don't lie. I swear to God, I was watching you. No, I know you I missed them you. because of last season. You haven't seen them a lot oh, this season. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Yeah. I think I missed them today. So we We're got only episode tears. five. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> what do we have? Like thirteen more to go. Eighteen episodes. I think so. Yeah. No, it's thirteen. So we got how many more? Math? Anybody? Eight. 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 Thank I you. went to school. I went to college. Yes. Well, my name is Candace Cruz. Yes. Go ahead and introduce yourself again. Hey, what's up, beautiful people? It's your boy Danny Royce, and I'm Lena Nori. Hey guys, I'm Paris Rose, and I'm watching the live chat. I'm tuning in. I see you guys with your prediction, so keep chatting away. I figured we should do that because we could keep going on without mm-hmm. introducing ourselves. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm sure you guys watch every week, but <laughs> we just like to throw that And by the way, we oh, love yeah. you guys. Yeah. I go yes. back and I read some of the commentary. I'm like, we need to put them on the panel. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> some of their, some of their commentary is better than ours. Call the predictions him. that you guys were finding earlier when you were looking oh, yeah. through everything. Mm. So anyways, we love you guys at home. Thank yeah. you guys. Great job, for guys. For the likes, the comments, the time. True. All of it. Right? So much. Well, we're going to kind of break it down this week about by couples. We're going to go by Toby and Kate, and then we're going to hit up Randall and Beth, and then we're going to go on over to Kevin and Zoe, and then into the flashbacks. So. And Mystery Woman. Yeah, it's a dun, mystery dun. woman, so you guys won't want to miss any of it. So keep watching all the way through. But I feel like it was appropriate to start with Toby and Kate because of I big agree. news. I agree. And the episode was titled Toby. We learned yeah. a lot about Toby. Yes. And he's the one character that's been fairly elusive throughout the entire show. Yeah. Right. Yeah, Toby's one of my favorite characters on the show, hands down, just because he's such a nice guy. But he's dealing <laughs> with a lot of demons, inner demons. Mm-hmm. And we got to see a lot of that on uh, this episode. And I really enjoyed how we... We got back into his childhood, his his relationship with his mom, his dad, and kind of like where all of this anxiety and um, depression came from. Yeah. It was very interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting because Toby's always been like the happy-go-lucky guy on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what I love about the fact that they're kind of like peeling away the layers and we're trying to see the core of Toby and doing the flashbacks, which I wish we had some of Beth, but I think we're starting to get into Beth next, right. yeah. is... At the core, everyone has a story. Everyone has a moment where they go through something dark, like life's a roller coaster, and we're mm-hmm. constantly seeing Toby at the best, being the most supportive, being the funny guy, being the accepting guy, being it, letting it be about everybody else but right. him, the selfless guy. Right. And so now we're finally seeing that just like 
Kate has had her moments where she's dealing with her weight and not being able to give birth and the death of her father. Now we're finally to see, now we're finally starting to see what's going on with Toby. Right. And I love it because it's kind of humanizing him and it makes me feel like we're really getting to see who Toby is. Yeah. And I think too, going back to what you were saying is that he's always been the happy go lucky guy. And I think it's a great way to juxtapose that so many people you think are happy are not necessarily the happiest ones. That sometimes it is a front or, um, a, a coping mechanism of putting that face on. And I think we're very lucky that we get to see that side of Toby a lot of the time because of the medication. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes that's the route that a lot of people have to take. I think that's something that I'm really glad that they're addressing that some people do need to take medication, that it's not shameful by any means. And I think they just scratched the surface with him, but really it being a man, like we saw, I think it was two episodes ago, maybe one episode ago where Randall and Toby really had that heart to heart about Mm -hmm. being like, Oh yeah. Two episodes episodes ago where it was like, man, when they're in the hospital, right? Yes. And so they're, they're really addressing that, you know, it's kind of a taboo thing for men to, to, not be right, right. you we know have that, the protector it's like that um man up you know yes. don't yeah. cry you know and we've a lot of men growing up you know we hear about it so we choose to like hide our emotions we think it's more of like um survival instinct it's more of a defense mm-hmm. mechanism and then kate also says to um to toby thank you for being my my rock yeah. mm-hmm. so she but, emphasizes that right and but it's like also toby needs a rock you know he needs someone to to lean on to be vulnerable with you know to let down that wall so it's interesting to see what comes up in the next episode and i really wonder at that time if they even recognized that it was depression because we mm. were only started realizing things are actually depression, like clinically depressed right. or anxiety recently, like mm. in current years. So were they just thinking like the mom was just crazy or dramatic? The dad obviously was not feeling it. So I wonder if he actually knew, though, or if she knew, the mom, you know, that it's actually right. depression, what is going on with her. Right. I think she caught on to it when he got divorced oh, yeah. and when his first wife left him. But it's interesting to see the fan reoccur throughout the season in the episode or through the seasons through the episode where he that was his like mechanism to like drown out the noise Mm -hmm. and he always had the fan on so I think that that was just something that like they just thought was a nuance but in reality it was like the thing that calmed him down the most I think what I'm really liking about the parallel in this episode which we'll go into detail obviously when we move on to Beth Mm. is that I'm seeing a similarity between Beth and Toby where it's like that quote what we've been talking about when I first mentioned was Check on your strong friend. Mm -hmm. It's the one that's always constantly someone's rock or there for them Mm -hmm. or being selfless. Those are the people you really need to check on because they're suppressing their own inner feelings to be strong for everybody else. And I feel like Toby and Beth have absolutely been that. I feel like it's always been about the three. Mm-hmm. The big three. Yep. How they're dealing with all their problems. How Randall had his midlife crisis and his anxiety attack. And then Kevin is like emerging from this actor that just cared about fame into like this guy that's becoming real and authentic and going through that. Was it? Was he engaged? I forget if Kevin was engaged. He wasn't engaged, right? No, he was never no, engaged. He was never engaged, but they were pretty serious. And yeah. so it's always been about the big three. And yeah. now we're finally seeing that it's not just about the big three. Mm-hmm. It's about... Beth and Toby, and now we're finally seeing them go through their struggles because I feel like they've always had to put their feelings back, their thoughts back. Beth can't talk about her interviews, and it's always she's on the sidelines. And even Randall's like, Oh, wait, sorry, you went on an interview? I forgot. Right. Like, they've always been second, and I feel like always having been second, 
by their own choice. They're supportive. They're amazing, yeah. significant, significant others. I'm not discrediting what they're doing. I'm actually like that myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I'm really happy that now the focus is coming on them. Not happy that it's in a negative light, but that we're seeing that sometimes you, you have to look at the strong person. Right. They have some, they have things that they're going through too, that they're just suppressing to make everyone else feel better about themselves. Yeah. It's, it's interesting. I think the roles were reversed this episode. Mm. We're seeing the Pearsons kind of thrive. Even Randall, who had somewhat of an epic fail, mm. he didn't cry, and then right. he handled it better than normal Randall would. So they're all kind of finding themselves this episode while their partners are actually becoming real. Like, they're right. not always strong. They're vulnerable, too. So I like that we're seeing them switch this time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm I'm interested to see how things go along with Toby and Kate on this journey through pregnancy because we've obviously seen them have a miscarriage um, in previous seasons Mm -hmm. and now that it's been taken and now she is pregnant and they're trying to get him back on the meds like what's the journey of going back onto meds or all of that you know chaos of like her being pregnant and her emotions and dealing with that plus on top of it trying to juggle and like be his rock now and Mm -hmm. like how is this dynamic going to happen with their relationship they got us good or they got me good I didn't think she was going to say she was pregnant by the way Mm. that face she gave yeah I was like no why would you do this to us and she's like (laughs) she's like I'm pregnant and I was like yes (laughs) but that's still as you said that's just the beginning part of the journey. The it doctor is. didn't want to take the case because yeah. she was like, even if you get pregnant, your chances of miscarrying is very high. And also, we saw one of the flashbacks that they left us with last season come to fruition. I didn't like that. That's not... I thought it was going to be a lot more dramatic than that. It was just him in bed. Oh. I know, but that's nice to know that it's not like so, he's dying. Right, I thought I was like, oh my God, something's <laughs> happening dramatic. Toby, like he's going to die. Yeah. I'm so much happier with this result. Right. <laughs> I like yeah. this way better. So we can harsh. handle this. I'm we ul- can get through I'm this. ultimately happy too, but I was just expecting it. Like when you guys mentioned that while we were watching, I'm like, that was it? Right, yeah. right. I was like, I thought, because when it was the flash, I thought it was like a way flash forward. I thought it was yeah. going to be when they're older because he had the beard, but it explains mm-hmm. it because he's like maybe out of his like, mind. Maybe it's like a pivotal turning point. Maybe it doesn't necessarily have to be a flash forward that um, is going to be like that far in the future like they're doing with Randall's storyline. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's just enough that we realize that this is a moment that we need to pay attention right. to. Right, right. Because it's a reason they gave it to us last season. Oh, come on. Don't you roll your eyes at me. I I'm, believe that too. Yeah, I'm glad sure. everyone's yeah. okay. Sure. I'm glad everyone's okay. But like I said, I thought it was going to be a big moment. Yeah. We don't know yeah. yet. Right, right. And I love me a Toby. I'm glad Toby's... Well, I mean, he's not okay, but I'm... I love Toby. <laughs> when I you see Toby me. and Kate's their roles, like you mentioned, their roles are going to be switching very soon. Mm-hmm. And then now she's pregnant, so then comes with you know sickness, comes with a lot of other things, yeah. and her weight's you know not the best to be carrying um, a child. And then now you have Toby, uh, which is going through his his situation, and then getting back on meds. Now that's there's a whole another like story because your body can can um, can be immune to it now. It can cause you know. Sickness and, and just you get withdrawals, a bunch of things. Withdrawals, yeah. yeah. And so we're gonna see like a lot of that, and I, I'm kind of scared for their relationship. I just gonna like <laughs> rock their relationship. I also, what about work? Because she said that the job that she does barely pays the gas bill. Right. I'm assuming he's the breadwinner, exactly. So if he can't go to work right. at this point. What does Toby do? We don't know. <laughs> does anyone know we what Toby do. does? Besides, Besides play video games when yeah. he's having like a meltdown. Right. Yeah. 
You know what's interesting? I was actually, I, I like to look at parallels as I was thinking about Toby and then I was thinking about Jack and how they both had really bad father figures. Mm. Mm. Yeah. But yet, yeah. I, I don't know man. why, I just know Toby's going to be a good father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I can just feel, and it's, it goes to that quote about nurture versus nature. You're either going to become them or you're so repelled mm. by the experience the that you want to be the opposite. Exactly. So yeah. we look at Jack, his father was terrible, like not even a good father. And then also we looked at Toby's flashback. Yeah. And then, of course, you then you have Kevin, um, who's not really like Jack. We're hoping if he has kids, he becomes like Jack. Maybe but then later. Randall <laughs> is an amazing father. Yeah. Right. Like Jack. So it's like both ways. You can either become them or you just become the opposite yeah. of them. Yeah. At the end, it's all up to the person, honestly. Man, I, my grandmother used to say, like, uh, you can raise all the children in the same house, the same parents, mm-hmm. but they're all going to turn out totally different. Yeah. And it's so true. It's so true. Isn't that fascinating? Right. <laughs> I mean, we could go into philosophical conversations all night long, but um, you guys had mentioned Randall and Beth and a lot of her journey and seeing those roles reverse and switch for them. How did you guys feel about Randall and his, like, first mm, meeting? Mm, oh, 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 yeah, like that. Okay, go. Take it. Go. Randall's so extra. That's all I'm right. saying. He's just I, extra. I think he he went in over his head. Yeah. Um, just because your, your father's from there doesn't necessarily mean you're from there. Like, you don't know much you know being a black man growing up in the country obviously he's been through a lot of stuff but not as much as like you would be in certain other areas you know what i mean he was very protected very sheltered growing up um so i think his approach to that was just a little off his approach to everything is like that. It's he's like, just yeah, too definitely. much about. It's he just, just grips that sand. Grip, yeah, with and everything though. I mean, you're not going to attack someone that's been some doing something for 20 years or 30 years, you know, and then tell them no, it's wrong. We got to do something else. You know, it's going to be some some hesitance there. You know, yeah. it's going to be mm. some uproar. So you have to approach it in a, in a better way. And I just think <laughs> that food idea. I mean, that was pretty much it. <laughs> they were all yeah. the food. That they was were like, "Where's idea. my name?" Uh, no, it's <laughs> not there. So yeah, I just I didn't like his approach. I knew what he was go- doing. I know where he was going with it, but it's just not how you attack people like that. That yeah. that yeah. that knew someone in leadership for so long, you know. How did you feel about it? Because I feel like you've got some strong opinions over uh, there too. Not strong opinions. I just feel like I was super naive to the whole situation. I feel like I was a Randall, maybe because no. I grew up in the suburbs too, and so I just feel like. Yeah, he's saying the right thing. This guy, I get you know him. He's your neighbor. He's your friend. Mm -hmm. But he's not doing anything for the community. Right. So I was like, yeah, Randall, you go. Until he called them complacent. I was like, Mm -hmm. That's probably not the (laughs) word to use, but I thought they were going to be with him. And I was shocked to see that they, like, booed him. I didn't get it until that last speech with that owner. And I was like, oh. And I don't even think it comes from the place of, like... I think it literally comes from them being like, oh, you think you're better than us? Right. That you can fix this That's and we haven't thing. been able to fix it? Exactly. And your white because, collar and your coat. Exactly. Yeah. It comes from the the disparity between like economic status. Right. And like right. anybody that is at a higher level that says you, I can fix you makes mm. me feel like you're ostracizing me and putting mm-hmm. me down and making me feel less yeah. than. Less than you, yeah. Rather than true. coming from a place of like, which I'm sure Randall's intentions were the best. Yeah. He right. only wants to come from a place of love to help, but it comes from a place of like, oh, oh, you you think you're better than me because mm-hmm. you've had all this privilege and this spoon in your mouth? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. You've never had to deal with all of this stuff. So those broken streetlights you may think you can fix, 
Right. right. It's like what Chi Chi was saying. Yeah. She was like, oh, you just came in here and just look, looked at everything that you needed to fix, right. but you didn't want to get to know us. And I, yes. I realized that in that moment, yeah, like I was with Randall, but I see it. I was thinking, fix that, fix that, fix that. Yeah. And not really trying to connect with the people. No, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he, like I said, he just went about it the wrong way. Like, what you do is you listen. Yeah. You listen to everyone. Are you They'll learning tell you the problem. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You not, you like, let, me, <laughs> let me do it. <laughs> are we, no, that's the thing, though. You listen, <laughs> you listen to the people because, um, you know, they'll tell you what's going on instead of telling them everything that's wrong. Yeah. And you know, it, in all types of society, black, white, Asian, whatever, mm-hmm. doesn't matter what culture, there's always a division between, um, you know, economic, mm-hmm. economic um, status and then also just color status, yeah. whether you're lighter or darker, you know, it's all that. So he has to take a lot of that stuff into account and he just wasn't ready for that. Yeah. Speaking of every of that, everybody go vote. Right. We <laughs> yeah. Go vote because we are voting in the Let next your few voice weeks. Be heard. We're not so going to tell you to vote week? for, but please make the right choice. Right. Exactly. <laughs> please just go vote. Be informed. Like, I, I just educate say, yourself. But just vote. Can I write it on? You know. Yeah, I got so mad today because I had some friends that said they weren't going to vote, and I just walked out. Well, so um, I'm just going to leave it at that. Please go vote. <laughs> yes. Please go vote. You know, Perfect timing. You know what my thoughts on Randall was? Because I'm not going to even go deep to the political part. Yeah. I just love that he's 100% Randall. Mm. Mm. Oh, yeah. He's just literally all or nothing. <laughs> and so even when he's like overbearing and like suffocating, I, I just love him because it's he's just true to himself. And that's why we love him. And he's one of our favorite characters because... He cares so much, but he just doesn't know how to shut it off, right. and that's great. I loved when so he awesome. was in line, and the, the little old lady was like, "Are you waiting for for like, no, ma'am? I'm so sorry. Go back about your business." Like, <laughs> I love when he was like, um, "He's like, oh, got one left, got one left. Okay, all right, all right, got one left. Great." He's just so awkward and so like nerdy. Right. I is. love that. You know, you know what I found was interesting though is that even when Beth voiced, um, not last episode, the episode before that. Hey, I lost my job. Like you're sitting here still talking mm-hmm. about the home, but I lost my job. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was interesting that now what two episodes later, he's still all about Randall. <laughs> yep. And he goes, yeah. Oh wait, you had an interview today. How did that go? Right. How did That's you him guys... trying. Yeah, he was. He was trying. No, he's trying, but it's just he's just I love Randall. Try a little harder. Randall. Yeah. <laughs> just a little bit. Beck Come is on. such a champion though. I mean right. she's she a gem. She's a queen. Yeah. Yes. She's literally a queen. She is. But to see her in that interview, I just mm. felt for her. Because, I i mean, I've been there when, like, you're trying to push through. Not necessarily in the same scenario. Mm. But you're really trying to be okay with the elephant in the room. And someone brings it up. Right. And you're yes. just trying so hard to swallow it and keep your poise. And you just can't. Right. Like, it just comes up. And, like, that's just human. Like, you, you can't hide right. as much. I wonder, do you think that she went back into the room? That's a great. I moment. actually felt like she thinking, left. Yeah, I, I thought she left and didn't tell Randall the whole situation. Right, that's what I was. Because when she to. got in that car and she said it was great, I'm going to wait for that offer. Mm-hmm. And she got in the car and her face. <sighs> yeah, right. that's exactly when I thought. Okay, so she because she's always have... trying to be strong. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. But I'm not going to lie. I think they didn't show us fully because it could have gone the other way. Like we might see it. It's not. A, I, mean, I guess this is a prediction. But I was thinking to myself. If I was hiring somebody and they worked somewhere for so long and they had that outstanding of a recommendation from, like, one of the top executives in the company and it just worked out that they had to shuffle people out. And I was like, wow, this woman is so invested in her job. Like, she would be a great asset. So I'm hoping they just didn't show us that 
and then they're going to show it to us in the next episode, like in the middle Hopefully of her. positive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, positive. <laughs> she left and they still want to meet yeah. with her again. Yeah. Know. You know? Because she was, no, she was really trying to hold it back. I mean, yeah, you can't help was. working. 12 years, you guys, marriages don't even last 12 years. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. 12 years where you spend five days a week minimum, probably. Yeah. Five days a week, at least eight to 10 hours a week. Those people become your family. Yeah. Oh, Lord, yes. Yeah, yeah, even if you oh. want to or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we are in, in California. The divorce rate is very high over here. But they're not in California. Oh, <laughs> we weren't there. No, we weren't there, right? <laughs> they're not getting divorced, guys. That's not a prediction. Yeah. Randall and Beth will stay together. No, I'm not saying they're getting divorced. I'm saying, obviously, <laughs> this job, 12 years, that's a huge that's commitment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, a commitment. lifetime of relationships and people you care about. So... That's I would true. think as an employer, and I've worked at large companies before, and I've hired people, that I would find that as like a great attribute. Yeah. Like, wow, she cared about her job that much that in another interview, because it wasn't like, she wasn't talking shit about the company. She wasn't saying, oh my God, they got rid of me and this, and I can't believe they did that. She just got emotional, and to me, I, I don't think that's a deal breaker, but then again, I'm not the one hiring her. Right. So I'm hoping that was the case. She's loyal. She loves her job. She was loyal. Yeah. And we love our job. Yeah. We love our jobs, and you guys are loyal as well. After Buzzers, <laughs> our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows from dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more. There's no network that works harder to serve television fans like we do. But... We need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be, because they're, they are optional, okay? So hit that subscribe button now for this, check, this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll shout you out on the show. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yes, subscribe. Yes. Hit that subscribe us. button. Subscribe. But can we give five, a shout out to someone five stars, five stars. who subscribed? Oh, actually, we do have a shout out today. Let me pull it out my hand. <coughs> shout out. My scroll in the future. Um, yes, we have Hippie Witch Gal. Oh. Hippie Witch Gal. That's a fun name. Oh, yeah, yes. Right? <laughs> Um, shout out to Hippie Witch Girl on her prediction. She had a really cool one. We were talking about it. Uh-huh. She believes that Nick killed himself. <laughs> yes. In battle. And Jack doesn't tell anyone to protect his honor. So Hippie mm. Witch Girl, I thought that was a really I honestly, cool I think prediction. that's a pretty well thought out prediction. Right. I'm not sure if that's what's going to happen, but it may explain why he's so affected by... Yeah. His brother's death, and that, he doesn't want to talk about it. Are you dying over there? I don't like this prediction. <laughs> oh, I thought it's your hiccups. I'm like, oh, no. you the hiccups no. making you I choke? Like if I had hiccups, you would know. <laughs> I don't like that prediction, so we'll talk about our own we, predictions later. Yeah, we'll do that later. You, great prediction for you. You did a great job, Hippie Witch Gal. I just don't like Hippie it because I don't want But I will to, tell you something. To be my answer. If I were to think about the writers of This Is Us, which yes. I've always talked about how excellent they are in bringing up important topics, mm-hmm. this is something that I think they might bring to the table. Oh, so I'm I'm agreeing that it's kind of a sad topic to talk about but think about it. We're talking about veterans. We're talking about PTSD. Mm-hmm. The yeah. next thing, Depression. aside from and his Depression. Depression. anxiety huh? and the letter he wrote, right, and the whole reason why Jack went out there. Mm, yeah, exactly. He was, okay, we got to It was like these. a cry for help. We'll say this your prediction, but I think that was an excellent prediction, and yeah. I think that at, if it's not that, at some point, that is what's left, especially with what's going on in like the world and the mental health awareness, and they're talking about all these kinds of topics. Yeah. That would be the next thing for them to bring to the table. All right. Another thing they brought to the, the table, writers. though, 
this week is interracial relationships, yeah. and I oh, really enjoyed I that. Loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I loved it. Yes, because that's a, that's a that's Ooh. a big one. And I really loved the way that they address both sides right. yeah. of the relationship right. in a very, um, I don't know, just a great way of seeing like. To be honest, I, I loved Kevin's perspective because the fact that he didn't notice means that it, it wasn't from this sense of, like, he didn't care about right, that. Right. He, could, he, just, he's not, he, he's just, he doesn't see that there's even an issue about their relationship, that that should even be a thought. Right. Because he's so and thoughtful, he's got her silk pillowcase. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my god, that's so nice. Right. <laughs> and why did you think that? Uh, first of all, okay, you just... You, okay, they're gonna butcher me for this. So no, they, they will. No, it's all right. Yeah, I'm, it's all good. No, by them I mean you guys. So oh, I didn't. I'm not. It's not about me being ignorant. I just I didn't know what I thought <laughs> that she was talking about the silk pillowcase. I didn't even think it because she was a diva. I made the joke that my sisters always tell me, Lena. You're getting at that age where you need to start taking care of your skin, uh-huh. and you need a silk pillowcase because it prevents wrinkles. Right. And Which there's is like true. the doctor, the nurse Jamie, whatever her name is, that everybody yeah. goes to. She says it's really important to get a nurse silk Jackie. pillowcase. No, nurse Jamie. Nurse Jamie. Oh. The one that uh, all like oops. she's like big on Instagram. <laughs> she has like the facial. So Anyways, so <laughs> my sisters Jamie. are like, hey, you need to get a silk pillowcase. It's good. It's like something about the oils in your face, and then it won't get in your hair. And then you looked at me. Paris is like. But that's not why I don't think she's getting a pillowcase. And I like that you told me because, well, yeah, I mean, you just don't know. Yeah, Kevin why was, would you know? He was just naive. I mean, Kevin didn't know. He was naive to a lot of things. Honestly, I didn't know. And I had a sister, I have a sister and a mom, and I, I didn't really, uh, I'm yeah. sorry. Just, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think at that point at the uh, the store. Would you get a girl a silk pillowcase? Would you go to the I store to, uh, and yeah. buy her a silk pillowcase? Why don't not? lie to us. Actually, I wouldn't go to the store. I'll just order online. <laughs> It was a nice color too. Sorry, go ahead. It was a very nice color. <laughs> what would you call that? Like a dirty? What was that? It was like a mustard. A mustard? No, like it was a dark gold. gold. It was a dark gold. gold or something like that. Like a dark gold. Oh anyway, I'm two for two right now. It was now. gold okay. fit for a Get queen. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, but at the store, like it was just, it's a thing where Zoe has to think about whether she wants to deal with that moving forward because mm-hmm. obviously interracial couples they go through a lot of things with different cultures and all that which it shouldn't make it shouldn't make a difference to anyone but it does um so it's just one of those things that you kind of have to educate your significant other mm-hmm. at the same time while you know while being in a relationship so it's, it's just hard yeah it makes for interesting conversations right yeah. it does it does it's all about learning and growing i yeah. mean he has beth and randall in his life and beth's pretty vocal yeah. Right, but he's never dated. Dated, yeah. It's and really also, he's different. a brother, it's really and their brother yeah. relationships. Like, right. there's things that you just don't know, and like, I mean, like he's under, like he he's understanding, like he's exactly. Of course, he's like, open. I don't think he was being ignorant no, no. at the thing. He was just kind of like, oh, well, I don't pay attention to exactly. like ignorance like right. that. Yeah, it's not it's just not he just don't even know about it, but it just needs to be brought to his attention mm-hmm. because it will happen moving forward yeah. even yeah. more. I think it's um, just because I've had that exact situation happen. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like, I was in a store, and I was with my husband, uh, who is white, uh-huh. and we were being, I was being followed. Just me. And I'm like, oh, my God, do you see that they're following me? He's like, who? When? Where? Mm-hmm. Why? And I'm like, how do you miss this? Right. He's like, I don't, I don't think it was because you're black. And I'm just like, oh, <laughs> all right. You know? Oh, and it, it is a little bit frustrating. It's not like, oh, my God, my husband's racist because he doesn't realize. But the ignorance is a real thing. Right. And it just it does take a toll because you want someone to understand. Do you have to explain over mm-hmm. and over 
well, they're actually following me because of this reason, or she's being rude to me because of that. You kind of just want them to get it. Mm-hmm. So it, it can take a toll on a relationship. And That's I've been true. on the opposite end of the spectrum to where I've been in Kevin's situation <laughs> where I'm like, because I don't see, right. I don't see the issue. I mean, I'm, I'm clearly with this person for a reason. So I don't right. like, obviously you're protective. And I think if he would have noticed, he would have gotten very defensive and yeah. like protected her. For sure. But it's also that like oblivious of like, I'm fine with this, so the whole world should be fine with yeah. this kind of thing too. So yeah. I, I appreciate. Doesn't work like that. I know, but I appreciate the fact that they did a great but job me, showing both. Let me clarify. Yeah. My, yeah, let me like clarify that. my point with Kevin. I wasn't saying that just because um, Randall's is married to Beth that he should know what that um, that his girlfriend's gonna want a silk pillow. What I meant was that if you remember in the flashback at prom, yeah. he saw oh, that yeah. Randall yeah. went to pick up his date and the dad's like, I can't do this. He was with that cute little redheaded girl and the mom was super nice and I, I feel like the mom was like open and understanding and then the dad was like, no. I'm saying it like, I think because he's been around it, oh, yeah. he's, oh, he's been the token white oh, yeah. family with the adopted black kid. Like he's seen it For his sure. whole life. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's like, not that he's, um, you know, no offense to your husband, but not like that. No, babe, that's not why. I'm not saying that like kind of ignorance that he's kind of like, yeah, but I've seen this. Like, I don't pay mind to it because it's stupid. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure yeah. Kevin, we're going to see more flashbacks. Dude, how many times has there been oh, yeah. where they've come into situations where I'm sure something's happened? Yeah. yeah the, the thing that they have, that their relationship, Kevin and Zoe, they have an upper hand in a lot of other interracial couples because he's been exposed to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's long. what I meant. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he's been exposed to it. So he's he's able to adapt and able to understand a little bit more. Um, now it's just that he just needs to be like get used aware. to aware mm-hmm. and get used to like dating someone like yeah. that now because it's totally different. But I loved the conversation that she had with was that his wife or daughter or do we guessing, know? I'm guessing wife. They didn't really specify that. Right. Mm-hmm. But he said they, they didn't really specify at all who she was. She was just this wonderful woman the that had a great pie. smile. Make some good pie. <laughs> she made some good key lime pie. We think yeah. it was good. Right. Yeah. I assume it was good. That's but interracial cool. relationships is hard. It's even um, when you have different religions, it's really hard. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. But, I mean, the U.S. and the world is, I mean, hopefully getting to a point where there's going to be a lot of mixes of religions and cultures and so hopefully people just become a lot more open-minded to that mm-hmm. and listen it is. no relationship is freaking easy no. he might not understand or be his understanding and, and she might get annoyed with that but I'm sure like the way he's treating her he's like worshipping her right now <laughs> which, like which is funny different than what he did last time but right. you know <laughs> but you know what's last, funny last you know what's okay oh. I'm, I have to say it. I just have to say this I love Kevin but, but I feel like a lot of the reason why he's treating her the way he is and not his previous relationship is because she's like Whoa, wait, we're not in a relationship or just yeah. hold it. Yeah. She's the one that has the ball on she's her court. Beth is the one that said, hey, she's going to break your heart. And I feel like I don't want to say, it, but I'm going to say it is when a woman doesn't let the guy think she has it all. Isn't chasing after him. Isn't. Oh my God, are you okay? Oh my God. this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When she stands her ground and she's like, hey, I don't. Wait, playing hard we're not get. in a relationship. We're we're seeing each other, mm-hmm. playing hard to get. That's, I want to say that, but that's what it is. Yeah, I mean, treating herself as a high value woman. Yeah, he's running and buying you pillowcases. Right, not missing your gala. And I get it. At the gala, there was more to it, and he was having a rough patch. But I think it has a lot more to do with her standing. Well, I need to take her her page out. We need <laughs> we need the hair. Hey, hair. every every dating relationship advice book that I've ever come across, every TED talk, every everything says it is a human nature. Man is a caveman. 
He wants to work harder for what he can't get. Man, <laughs> man, man, woman, hunt. <laughs> made to work, and women were made to love. So there you go. Aww. Well, it's, we're over here like men. Like here you go. No. Listen, <laughs> we see this for our special segment coming up. Zoe, same with the one through five tissues. Just throwing it out there. There you go. And I want to clarify: Zoe's not being a bad girl. She's just oh, no. literally standing her ground. She's like, "Hey, I don't know." Right. Yeah. Let's just slow it down. Yeah. Slow, slow. And I like He's like, whoa. That. I like seeing that the from the other side. The nanny doesn't like that. Yes. Manny? Is it the Manny? Nanny? Yeah. yeah. The, the, the Manny. The Manny. Manny doesn't like Manny. it. Manny. Manny. The Manny. <laughs> but I loved that that was her moment that she decided that you're worth it. Right. Because yeah. she was yes. having that big turmoil and that, that conversation nice. of like, is he worth all of that right. is he worth the struggle of like defending our relationship to the world? Is he worth explaining all of this stuff uh, to him? Everything, every ounce of our relationship is going to be work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is this worth it? Right. And I think someone is worth it too if they actually want to learn. Yeah, like right, if they're not exactly. like, no, I got okay. it. I had a brother who was black. Then it's just like, okay, you know, like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like was, I got that one friend. That's right. black. <laughs> I feel like he wasn't dismissing her. I, I and he was like, yeah, was, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I also thought, I'm like, you are worth it, Kevin. I liked you. He was listening, and then right. he was like, so and the pillow was gold, not yeah. white. That means it won't look as dirty. He's a keeper. <laughs> That means something. <laughs> Just that little bit of detail, guys. You gotta keep it. <laughs> he probably was like the only silk pillow that was there. <laughs> probably. But yeah. like, do I he give picked it a black? the right color. That'd be racist. No, no. <laughs> gold, gold. It's like gold is fit for a queen. But I will say Kevin is really at a 360. Yeah. yeah. And the oh, yeah. way 180. he's... Sorry, I had to. Well, yeah, 180. 185. Yeah. I, used to always see, okay. I used to always see 362. Sorry. 360 would have been the same. 180. He's had a 180. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Moment. Or like a 170. Like... We still don't quite know yet. <laughs> I'm going to forget my point now. So, yeah, it's retract <laughs> that. It's fine. Three for three, man. Oh. <laughs> well, outside. <laughs> Outside of the relationship conversations, they were going on a very specific road trip right. to go and meet um, with this one last man that knew his father in a time that he knows nothing about in mm. Vietnam. And I thought their conversations were interesting because he he taught him about his father as well, of being like, my dad had alcoholism, and he dealt with that because I'm assuming the war, and he's like, you know he wasn't a mechanic, right? Right. Um, so I think it was a very big wake up call for him to realize what his dad actually did while he was over there. Mm-hmm. Cause that's, I mean, that's almost really scary for anyone and disheartening to know that like my person that I loved was put in that type of danger. Right. Like it's almost like, how do you react to that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's crazy. My uncle was a ranger in Vietnam and mm-hmm. like those ones like right on there, sniping everything. And it's just, it was a terrible like war. It was one of the worst wars. One of the worst wars ever in history. Um, but then it's like, you think about Kevin's hunger to know this mm. and where it comes from and like his relationship with um with his dad before he died and all that stuff you know and and it really stuck out to me um the guy said you know be pretty much in a, in so many words be careful you might find out something you don't want to yeah. mm-hmm. and uh and when he said that I'm like okay something's going to happen so a prediction just really came out there <laughs> but yeah it was it was a uh, it's interesting combo that they had um we and we revealed a lot of stuff and I just felt like it was a nice way to bring in the um, traumatic um, PTSD and and depression and all that as well. And so we'll see. Yeah. It was, I think, because I wasn't here last week, so two episodes ago, um, I had brought up the fact that he had a prosthetic leg. Remember, I think yeah. you right. didn't mm-hmm. notice that? And then I think it was myself and then Keith, we said, 
I think he saved his life. And that's what we ended up finding out is yeah. like your dad saved my life. Yeah. And it's interesting because Kevin talked a lot about um, asking questions. Was that a lie? Because I don't remember right. him really he asking questions. Asked questions. Yeah. And that's what yeah. I thought was weird. I don't know if he did, but mm. it's one of those things that like, I mean, my grandfather served in both Vietnam and Korea, so it's one of those that, like, they never... Yeah. They don't bring it up. They it just was, don't talk about it. And again, it. it was one of the worst wars. Right. And if you really listen to the way that it was handled and then the way that they were trying to get <laughs> men back into the country and not understanding PTSD, like, it really was one of the most traumatic situations for all these men that did serve. Mm-hmm. And so... I feel like he probably did ask a little bit as a child, but knew, like, he'd gotten shut down so many times. It's one of those taboo things that you just don't bring up anymore. You guys know there's, like, um, I saw this on Instagram. Sometimes I love Instagram because you can you see these little things that you never knew existed. And yeah. it's um, a place for uh, vets with PTSD, and they pair them together with wolves. Wow. But like, dom- like mm. not a domesticated wolf. It's it's literally in like a cabin in a mountain. I wish I remember the name. But there's a video and it's like a documentary type video and they show how they build a bond because you know, like wolves have like a wolf pack. Right. Yeah. And they build a bond. And I thought I was like, wow. I wish they had more programs like this. That's fascinating. And that's why I love, wow. as you mentioned, that they're bringing up topics like this. But I mean, right. I say that every episode. I sound like a broken record. <laughs> with well, I just love writers you. of this love is us topics. because. Well, I think it leads about. into, like, their conversation and what they left with with the note is definitely leading into a lot of our predictions right. coming up in a minute. But before we hop into predictions, the one last thing I do want to talk about is Miguel. Mm. And I love Miguel now. Yeah. Yeah. What Miguel. a change of art. I know. I know. I know. I know what you guys are thinking. Miguel I know what you're saying. I've been here three seasons. She's been a Miguel hater. I wasn't a Miguel hater. But they weren't making him look the best. I always said I didn't really care for Miguel because... In the beginning, they always made him look like he was like swooping in, like he's right. like that bird trying to yeah. get the fish out of yep. the water. But then you they showed the flashbacks where Jack made him promise, and right. then they're showing him doing the refrigerator because all we saw was like he went in the DM, he like hit her in the DM. <laughs> hey, by the way, she's making it futuristic over here. Yeah, right. <laughs> he did. He hit her up on Facebook. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, yeah. oh yeah, literally hit her in the DM. I didn't okay. make that up. <laughs> Sorry, I just Facebook for Facebook. Was Facebook, you don't call it DMs, do you? Direct it's message. It's a message. I am. No, it's still direct message. <laughs> all right, all right. Whatever. Okay, DMs. So, so they just showed him always, like, eyeing her and, like, kind of swooning towards her. They never showed him, right. which Protective. is what we saw today. Yeah. So thank God it took you three seasons for me to be open-minded and yeah, take back awesome. all the crap I've been saying the last three seasons where he took care of Kevin after prom when he was drunk. He helped her with the refrigerator. He just really was there for her, and he's following through with the the promise. Mm. And even when he was working on the refrigerator and she was like, you don't have to do this, he was like, yes, Rebecca, I I do. do. You have no idea. And the way that he said it was very much, like, indicative of the conversation that he had with Jack. And I don't know, I really loved the conversation that he had with Randall. I just thought that was really sweet. I don't know, maybe just because I relate to it, like my family's background and all that right, stuff. Right. I just really liked it. I was like, oh, they found yeah. something in there. Yeah. And then Randall, <laughs> like, Randall just like brushed it off. Yeah. I was like, but, but yeah, that was school. a good speech. Yeah. yeah. And when you're in high school, it's just like, True. blah, blah, blah. I, I wanted was... Kevin to stick up for him a little bit more, though. Right. Kevin's also in high school, but. Dude, he's he's he Everyone's a mess in high school, go. you guys. Yeah. He was a mess. Everybody's a mess. He just let his brother not go to prom. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, he didn't go to prom either. No, he went. He just got drunk. I think he got drunk in the limo. Did he? I don't think he like, even made it. I thought he did make it. I didn't even make it because it seemed like hours later and, and Miguel right. was like, oh, you're home early. You should still be at prom, you know? Uh, so. 
Right. Got it, got it, got yeah, it. He, he spiked the punch a couple times. Yeah. Or, or something. Yeah. <laughs> his own punch. He found all the little bottles in there. Right. He's made a complete 180. <laughs> <laughs> not going to let you keep that down. Oh, I'm kidding. Girl. I swear to God, I've probably said that for the last 20 years. And my sister's like, Lena 180. <laughs> for those of you that are listening to the podcast on either iTunes or Spotify, I'm rolling my eyes at her. <laughs> you just can't see my, my sarcasm on my face. I just admitted... That I've been saying that for a very long time. I know, She's empathizing with you. She, oh, thank you for your empathy. empathy. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> you know, they're going to come at you in the chat. 180. Yeah. I'm kidding. We love you guys. <laughs> 180. 360. Well, going from 180 from the beginning of the episode till now. See how I did that? Yeah. But, listen, I'm going to back myself oh. up again. We're going to go back to this Miguel thing. <laughs> I just because want to I, just, but- I just remembered that they also showed that he was cheating on his wife. Remember? Miguel? In the first season, yeah. 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 That's why him and his wife broke up. So they weren't always like showing him in the best light. No. That's true. That's no. true. She's like really trying to back up her life. Really <laughs> it's like, it's okay. okay. We all didn't like him. Yeah. You're not, the You're only not alone. One. Yeah. I am just not starting to like him. Right. Me too. And we're finding the truth. <laughs> I started liking him when they had that group chat. Remember they made the joke at yes. the retreat um, when uh, I think it was the eight alcoholic anonymous yeah, yeah, yeah. retreat that Kevin went to? And uh, Beth, Toby, and Miguel were joking about their little separate chat. I want to yeah. be a part of that chat. Actually, mm. I want to see what kind of emojis they're using. I want to get into this tearjerker moment. <laughs> oh, yes. We're running out of time. We yeah, are not trying to miss this. Yes. <laughs> so, because we haven't heard Candace cry enough. Uh, <laughs> Again, facial expressions. I don't think I have. You have not seen me cry. Yet. I have cried on air before. Oh. Just a fair warning. I'm ready for this. Let's yeah, go. It's, it's, I did. Yeah. Run. I must have been there. Because I would have totally brought that I up. literally, like, tears started streaming, and someone in the chat was like, Candace, don't cry. It's okay. <laughs> I can't take it. <laughs> I mean, it was probably when Jack died, and we actually saw that. Oh, because that was... Uh, yeah, I think that's what that, I did. That was a sad But one. our special segment is our tearjerker moment. So we have a ranking from one to five. One being the least tear, like you had one tear shed, or just a heartwarming moment. Five, you're full-on sobbing. We're all going to hear our own tearjerker <laughs> moments. So... Since you're new, we'll let you take it away first. Thanks. Yeah. uh, Well, (laughs) guys, it takes me a lot to cry. But um, I did have a nice warm feeling. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it to uh, Toby and Kate when she found out she was pregnant. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to act it out, but all right. That was very, that was, that was, that was an exciting moment just because of everything this, this couple has been through and... Um, just to see that exciting, um, going from eight eggs to like five to two and just to seeing that on Kate's face was awesome. Mine, I'll do a, um, I did have tears. When did I have tears? What part of the episode did tears? I have tears? With Toby. Cut. Yes. So I'm going to give it a, it obviously wasn't that sentimental if I had to remind no. you. <laughs> you three. I thought that was the right one. Three. Three, because I have two different moments. So one gets two and one gets two. One gets one. Oh, That's I didn't Matt. know we had Matt. to get two. Can you take my moment? Two. And does that count as my moment? Because I can't think of one. Sure. So one, <laughs> <laughs> one sure. is Toby. Whenever, not only did they find out that they're having the baby, but that moment that he just collapsed. Mm-hmm. And anytime I see a man cry, I'm just like, oh, God, oh, I can't yeah. do this. But to see him fully, like, breakdown. It wasn't just a crying. It was like a full-on, like, collapse. You need to hold me. I cannot deal with this. And I think it was just so overwhelming that he's been holding the dam together and the floodgates just opened. And, um... That one just made me, like, really well up. And to see Kate not know what to do and, like, to try and handle it just... 
I, I felt like it was a very realistic moment. Yeah. I think they did a, a wonderful job with it. And then my other one was a heartwarming moment, which was when he gave her the pillowcase. Oh. <laughs> I thought, All right, that pass those tissues on over. She's like, a guy can um, change. Right. Uh, yes. Right. Oh my God, what was mine again? Oh, yeah. Okay, so I'm going to do one. Oh. Um, you want one? It's always just one. Yeah, right? Actually, can I take one of yours? Let's not waste these stitches. All right. (laughs) (laughs) I went to two. One is for, um, I have two moments, actually. Okay. One was with young Kate and Rebecca at the piano. Oh, yes. It gave me the chills. I don't know why. Mm. It just was like, you know, they're bonding through music. And I just know it literally gave me the chills. I don't know why, so I have to mention it. And the other one, just because, you know, I like to relate to the show. So it's um, the wife, maybe, of Mr. Robinson. Robinson? Is that the... Oh, yeah, yeah. When she's telling um, Zoe that, you know, like, if he's worth it, you have to know what you can handle type Mm -hmm. thing. And I'm just like, just made me in my feelings. So (laughs) I had to to give those both one. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Perfect, darling. We're going to conserve the tissues. (laughs) (laughs) I have two ones, and they both kind of go in the same moment that I said earlier. And it's not actually heartwarming. It didn't make me cry. It just, I would say, touched home Mm. is what I talked about earlier where I feel like in this episode with between Beth and Toby, them both kind of having their moments where they've broken down is like the person that's been there for everybody that's been the strongest that tries to be selfless. Finally, like their moment of breaking down happens. Mm -hmm. And that just kind of hit home for me because sometimes, you know, I always feel like there's things going on in my family, people around me, and I'm always trying to be the strongest and help and all those things. And then you kind of get lost and other people's problems, and because you're trying so hard to be strong, you end up, like, pushing down any kind of, like, feelings of negativity or stress that you have, and all that ends up happening is that shit just goes, and then it explodes. It pops. Well, I think that leads perfectly into our predictions, because we are running out of time. Okay. Because mine's the most obnoxious. Oh, Oh. God. (laughs) (laughs) The lady in the photo. (laughs) I think we might be on the same page, but right. we might have different yeah. predictions. So no, mind you were laughing about it. It's ridiculous. Or did you laugh? You weren't here. You are in the bathroom. Oh. That. They have a long-lost half-sibling. <laughs> no, oh, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, you did? I was there. I yes. thought you guys were laughing at me. No, so, keep going. Keep going. I they're like going to go to Vietnam. And I don't think that Jack knows this, by the way. But they're going to go to Vietnam. And they're going to find out that they have a long-lost half-Vietnamese sibling mm. between Jack Ooh. and the woman. Because he's going to go with the, the necklace... And, like, go ask questions because he has the necklace that she was wearing. They're going to find out that they had some kind of relationship. Um, and I'm not going to say she died because if she died, then they can't have a kid. So she's alive. Mm. And they have a kid. And then we're going to call Mari and do a paternity test. <laughs> I got to call Mari. Of course. Well, going off of that. <laughs> you never watched the episodes of Mari? Yes, you, you are, are not, not the father. father. <laughs> and they're like, yeah. We had so many pop culture references this entire <laughs> episode. Mari on this Please give us like oh, a tabulation God. of how many <laughs> pop culture references we have had. <laughs> going off of that, I'm interested to see how he finds out where they were located because mm-hmm. he does not, the, the gentleman that they were talking to, Mr. Ro- Robinson? I thought it was Robinson. It has, Robinson. Isn't it Robinson. coordinates on the necklace? Does it have coordinates on the necklace? I think it has, it it has a... numbers on the necklace. Oh, really? Oh, I thought it was a wheel. I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was like a design. But uh, here's my thing. He left before they got 
put in that location and right. on that assignment. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know where that place was right. in the picture unless Jack wrote about it in the letter and wrote something about her and wrote about mm-hmm. where she was. Exactly. But knowing that time, you're not allowed to tell where you're at because your assignments are right. so top secret and if anyone could get in contact of your, your letter and correspondence, you couldn't put where you were at. So I'm interested to see how he finds the the woman because I do agree with you I think he has a long lost sibling mm. I agree with that well mm. son I'm gonna take it after because right. it's kind of going off the, the woman as well oh, okay. I have a different take on the woman oh. I think she's actually Nick's girlfriend and I think that was Nick's chain that she gave to that Nick gave to her and then she gave to Jack why can't but you just did, give us the half how did Nick sibling? why get to her <laughs> how did Nick get to her though because I, Jack went to go find Nick and met the woman before he went to go find Nick that's true I, so, well, wait 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 I got another okay, one go ahead, sorry, go ahead, quick, go quick, quick, it's a dark one but I also think that Kate and Toby I think the baby's gonna be a stillborn oh that's terrible yeah, I really do and I think it's gonna too, have yeah. it's gonna have lead to turmoil in their relationship and that's why he wasn't wearing his ring in that future clip right Right. Why are you gonna take it there, man? Sorry, sorry. I actually, yeah, I actually. She's gonna start crying. <laughs> I had, one of my predictions was they're gonna have a stillbirth as well. But with Nick, um, why? I'm, why do you guys have to do that? This, this is us. <laughs> okay? Right? Like this is what. But that's why I think they're not that's gonna another, do that because then it would be no. Because then it would be no. They they had the miscarriages. Like you don't gotta go that far. Let them have the baby. Hey, just let them have the damn baby. So, the and then guy. also Nick, I think Nick, um, I think he committed a war crime. Um, and, oh. and died in war. Um, it's possibly going AWOL. I think there was something like that that happened. That's the reason why um, Jack is, is like that. It's cutting it off. Um, and I think the woman, uh, I think the woman saved Jack's life. I don't think it's a, I don't, I think it's something made a, it grew into a romance, but I don't think it like stuck. Got I think it. it was like, okay, you saved my life. And then we hung out. We we're together like all this time. I really like this girl. Gave him a necklace, blah, blah, blah. I just think she had some kind of impact in his life because right. the way she was acting, or the way he was, sorry, Jack was acting on that date mm-hmm. with Rebecca, he was so, he said to her, I finally feel like I'm home. I felt like he had maybe given up on love and hope, and then that's when he saw Rebecca and kind of like found, oh, like yeah, a lion right. with a baby llama, so that's why I do think there's at least some kind of an emotional it's something, yeah. love connection, Definitely. but that it didn't end well, so I don't know which way or why, but... We shall see. We'll see. Yeah. And we also have a big blow up with Beth and her dealing with her depression and yeah. dealing with her issues. So we've got a lot coming up. We gotta pray for Beth. We've gotta pray for all of them. <laughs> all right. And to Liz and for me next week. Uh, Hopefully you get one eighty What's next week? If, as long as it. you can get that down, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> this is gonna be fun. I'm yes. ready for it. Yeah, let's I'm do ready it. for it. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us this week. We obviously had a lot to talk about yes. on this episode, and I love the predictions. I'm liking this panel. Yeah, yeah right. It's a lot of I love fun. The energy. We fool. It's a good we fool. <laughs> you I hope you guys not like the it father. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the father. You guys, no. it is the I'm best. Back. Most irrelevant talk show to ever watch. Yeah, I'm just. It's saying. been going on for years, too. and it's still going. <laughs> right. It's still going. The split speeds kill me. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't either. My name's Candace Cruz. You can find me on all my social media at Candace R. Cruz. What's up, guys? You can follow me everywhere at I am Danny Royce. Also, check me out next week for The Walking Dead. Ooh. And I'm Lena Nori. You can find me all over the internet at Lena Nori, um, including on YouTube. And I love you guys. You are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can find me on the gram at Paris Rose and on Twitter at Paris Rose TV. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menounos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.